0: Hercules Smircules, which one of you is going to cough up the dough? Because you're listening to the Dare Daniel Podcast, where you send us your most sinister movie dares, and we, we suffer the consequences for your amusement. I'm Corky McDonald, local comedian, and as president and co-founder of the Only Mandolin Music as Soundtrack for Movies Society, you're in for a treat today, folks. Let me tell you that right up front. With me as always is film critic and other co-founder, Daniel Barnes. Hi, everyone. On this show, we do
1: your dirty work by watching the most unwatchable movies you can imagine, and then we review and rate those movies using our unique rating system. It is as follows. Run-of-the-mill bad film, we give that a dare. We give the double dare rating to those truly atrocious movies, and we reserve the reverse dare, the worldwide respected... Everyone's talking about it, all of your world leaders, all of your top celebrities, all of your influencers, and so forth. The reverse dare. That's all they can talk about. And that's for a despised movie that we think is actually pretty good.
0: Today on the podcast, we're reviewing Arnold Schwarzenegger, a.k.a. Arnold Strong, in his debut movie, Hercules in New York. We're also going to read some movie dare sent in by our listeners, but before we get started... We're going to talk about the beers we're drinking during the show.
1: I, once again, am drinking a craft spirit, Corky. Today, I am drinking a legit American single malt whiskey. It is made by J.J. Fister Distilling out of Rancho Cordova, California. Our old stomping grounds.
0: Hey, Rancho! Well, they're
1: making fantastic certified organic American single malt whiskey. This is entirely made in-house. We talked a little bit about Legato the other week and about how they imported their uh, rye whiskey at uh, what's called cask strength and then proofed it down, which is just adding water to get it to what the flavor profile that they wanted. JJ Fister, with their first couple of whiskey releases did the same thing. They came out with a rye and with a bourbon, but this is a fully made in-house certified organic American single malt cask strength whiskey, 56% alcohol Whoa. by volume. Whoa. And it's going in my mouth right now. Suck on that yeah. one,
0: folks. Oh, my God. There's mandolin music playing right now. It is. Furious.
1: Furious mandolin music. And I'm going to start talking in an Austrian accent a little bit. (laughs) You will not be able to decipher most of the words I say. (laughs) Uh, This is fantastic, though. Such a deep, rich flavor. Um, oh man, it lingers. It just lingers and lingers there on your palate. So single malt, for anyone who doesn't know, that's just basically, there's a lot of different kind of malts and things that can go into a whiskey. This just means 100% malted barley. No weed in there, no corn in there, no rice, no rye, no nothing else. It is 100% malted barley, and it is absolutely fantastic. So check that out from J.J. Fister here in Northern California. So quirky, let's get into this week's dare. This week's dare comes from somebody very close to me and is actually McKinn. McKinn. Ah, it's my brother. A Barnes, a fellow Englishman. It's Matt Barnes, fellow Englishman. Barnes with an E. Thank you. English style. What do you got for us? Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes has. The New Mutants. These
0: ain't your daddy's mutants. No, your
1: dad's like, what were these mutants doing in the house? I wanted my old mutants. (laughs) What's wrong with your dad, anyway? (laughs) 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 Sorry. (laughs) I'm just concerned about your dad now. All right. (laughs) New Mutants is a 2020 release. It is directed by Josh Boone. It stars Maisie Williams, Anya Taylor-Joy, Charlie Heaton. Why... Matthew Barnes, my brother, did you want to subject me to The New Mutants? He says, if nothing else, to get Dan to see another Marvel movie. He knows I don't like those Marvels. I saw this at the drive-in when indoor theaters were closed. It's always hard to see what's happening on the screen from inside my car, but I don't think an indoor theater would have helped. The movie, with several release dates, features several different genres. Marvel action flick, horror flick, young adult romance flick, and succeeds at none of them. IMDb synopsis? five young mutants just discovering their abilities while held in a secret facility against their will fight to escape their past sins and save themselves. Corky, have you seen the new mutants?
0: I have not seen the mut- I've seen my daddy's mutants, but I haven't seen these new ones. It,
1: it had a very tortured kind of life because I think it was supposed to come out in like 26 20- 16 or 2017 oh. and just kept missing release dates over and over again and I think part always of it, a good sign. Oh right just because they want to just hold it for that you know what I mean they're not so concerned about just getting an immediate return on their investment That's not how Hollywood works, sir. what do you think <laughs> is going on you think that these uh, executives uh, who grew up rich and lived rich their entire lives care about their bonuses and nothing else? They care about the art, making sure the art is placed on the perfect date just for it. And that perfect date was uh, August 2020. <laughs> <laughs> when everybody was out at the fucking movie theaters, right? What the fuck? In the middle of a pandemic, this movie came out. But yeah, it sat on the shelf for several years. I think it was sort of complicated because of the Fox Disney, or at least that's the cover story. But uh, anyway, this sounds like a fantastic dare, and yes. I can give a little glimpse into the future, and we are definitely going to do The New Mutants. And why? Because my brother, God bless you, is a monthly donator. He just what? puts out that $5 every Damn month. Yeah, if you go to our website, daredaniel.com, and you can leave a one-time donation, you can leave a monthly donation, and I'm telling you, you want your dare put right up to the top of the pile, that's how to get it done. Matt Barnes, Yes, you give us a dare, we're doing the dare, because money talks around here. Yeah.
0: Other podcasts have their little Patreon club. We have our PayPal, hey, pal, Uh, (laughs) you you give us a monthly PayPal donation, we're going to say, hey, pal, thanks. (laughs) Hey, Matt B. Hey, pal. Thanks.
1: Yeah. And I also want to mention Carolyn Hostetler, who is a brand new monthly donator. And, Carolyn, you got a dare for us? Send it in. We're doing it.
0: Hey, Carolyn. Hey, pal. Thanks. Hey, pal. <laughs> the, the PayPal. Hey, pal.
1: And now, our feature presentation.
0: Hercules in New York. Dare to us by Michael Bagamary. His dare goes as follows. The 50th anniversary of Arnold Schwarzenegger's acting debut is coming up, and what a debut it was. No budget, plus pitiful script, plus terrible acting, especially but not solely from 22-year-old Arnie, who still hasn't mastered his English yet, equals one perversely special 60s B-movie. The IMDb synopsis, Hercules is sent to Earth where he finds true love and starts a promising career in the bodybuilder business. Promising?
1: (laughs) Semi-inaccurate, as usual, IMDb. Just rock solid.
0: Yeah, is there anything less fact-checked than the IMDb synopsis? I mean, Wikipedia looks at IMDb as like, you're fake news.
1: (laughs) Yes, Hercules in New York is this week's movie. It was directed by Arthur Allen Seidelman, stars, of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger, although he is billed, or was originally billed, on the poster and in the original cut as Arnold Strong, Mr. Universe. Uh, he plays the title character, Hercules, alongside Arnold Stang, which is why they called him Arnold Strong. I guess also just to save on printer ink, this movie is not <laughs> lavish. Uh, and Deborah Loomis also co-stars. It was produced independently by screenwriter Aubrey Wisberg, for $300,000, couldn't find any box office information available. Seems like it was barely released. Yeah, where did that $300,000 go? I mean, that's somebody's nose, I would imagine. Shot on location in New York City back when that was kind of no big deal. Schwarzenegger actually, in the original cut, had all of his lines dubbed by an uncredited voice actor. The cut I saw, which I think you saw too, had Schwarzenegger's vocals reinstated. Did you watch that cut? Uh, on Tubi. Yes, on Tubi. It's free on Tubi, so watch it. Or don't, really. Uh, 17 on Rotten Tomatoes, 23 on Metacritic. In a 1991 reappraisal of the film, Michael Bowen of the Boston Globe wrote, quote, When you become a megastar like Arnold Schwarzenegger, you must expect your past to jump up and bite you, especially if you've made a stinker like this one. Corky. Yeah. I could obviously find very little information about this movie. Sure. Um, but just to take Michael Bowen's words and throw them at you, as I'm wont to do, throwing Michael Bowen's words at people. Uh, you're a megastar. Yeah. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger. What stinkers have jump up and bit you?
0: <laughs> have you ever heard Bill Burr's? Thing about Arnold Schwarzenegger I mean it's kind of a larger bit about men who cheat But it really really Kind of paints the picture of Arnold as a hero Like we all have we grew up with Arnie being a megastar, and it's Ridiculous that this guy is an action star Because he can't speak the language but Bill Burr really Paints him as like this hero because he's like How many lifetimes would you need to match What this man did (laughs) like Could you go to Austria get famous For lifting weights and then Go and have a movie career where you can't Even speak Austrian Not only that, you become a governor of a state you cannot pronounce. Next thing you do, you're (laughs) going to marry a Kennedy. And they're like, no fucking way you're going to do that. He's like, then you go and do it. All that is to say, it gave me a new appreciation of Arnie. Because this was so long ago before I knew he was active. You know what I mean? Right. This is like 1969, 1970.
1: Yeah, 1969 is the copyright on the movie.
0: That's fucking nuts. When was
1: Pumping Iron? That was like mid-70s.
0: Mid-70s. And he was already a millionaire by then. You know, because of yeah. uh, bodybuilding and gyms and stuff like that. But uh, it gave me a new appreciation of Arnie looking at this. Because it's it's a terrible movie. He's a horrible actor. And he's he's even not even <laughs> acting. You can't say the man no. is acting in this. He's just saying words. But uh, he's a gamer. And not saying them in any
1: way that you <laughs> can actually understand That Which is why they dubbed his voice, really. Yeah. But it's hilarious because in the very last scene of the film... They did not have a track for it. So <laughs> no, you hear they did the original not. actor's voice. And it is so hilarious because it's like, he talks just like this. He has like a total announcer voice. He's a it's radio voice. And it is like, it's nonsense. You can't understand a fucking thing he's saying. Yeah. Let me tell you two words that were never heard one single time on the set of Hercules in New York. <laughs> yeah. Take two <laughs> there was not a single second take during this entire production the no. actors flub their lines yes and yes. they just go they no. just roll with it there's like should i stop nope nope because you're about to run out of film okay great there's a
0: scene where he trips and they, and oh, they, right. and they yes. react to him tripping and they leave all of that in
1: <laughs> like leave it in leave it in we can't cut it we can't cut yeah, it's an amateur production, and yeah. he really has a rough time with the dialogue. There's quite a few lines that are really unintelligible, but it's so low budget. Beyond that, it's a, a flimsy, very flimsy script. Yeah. Um, his co-stars are really quite bad. For a while, at least, I will say it's high energy, and yeah. it's fast and even kind of fun, but then about halfway through... Boom! It is just is not anymore, and it becomes absolutely interminable.
0: I wasn't sure if it was because I was watching it on Tubi and there's ad breaks, but you definitely you feel all the energy gets sucked out of this movie. Somewhere where uh, Zeus comes back into it, real heavy, like energy of the movie just fucking flatlines. Yes, and
1: really, it, it really starts to flatline when we are introduced to. Arnold Stang.
0: You think so? Do not
1: get me started on Arnold fucking Stang. Suffice to say that if I had to choose between Arnold Stang and Alvin Flang from Love on a Leash, I'm going with Flang all the fucking way. (laughs) I'm going...
0: I'm going to make the case for Stang a little bit today.
1: (laughs) No, he's so bad. Like, try to imagine the most awful Dana Carvey character that has ever <laughs> happened or ever could happen in any possible universe. Like across all of the multiverse that is Arnold fucking Stang. Oh my God. He's And what he
0: is, is he's that Mr. Ed reaction shot. He's when the drunk sees the talking horse and can't believe it and shakes his eyes and looks like that, a talking horse. That's, Arnold staying this whole movie. Every shot of him is a reaction shot to something Arnie does. And it's like, Whoa,
1: <laughs> he is a nonstop stream of agonizing, agonizingly unfunny comedy takes. Like it is comedy take after comedy taken. It's brutal. Uh, but let's get Let's Hercules roll into this in New York. We're gonna probably roll through this one pretty fast. We get some narration at the start. I wanted to like maybe write it down, but God, there's just so fucking much of it, and it's it's dog roll. Every yeah. all of the the lines in this movie are dog roll. It it tries to like replicate like you know, gladiator movies and movies about gods and how they might talk in this really formal kind of a cadence and this formal sort of tone and stuff like that. But, Oh, it's, it's absolutely brutal. So the narration basically says far in the dim past, a legendary hero walked godlike on the earth. Sometimes (laughs) like literally that's what it does. And then we get Arnold's first line, which is why can't I go? He's like petulant and whitey, like from the fucking start, and it never fucking ends, honestly. Um uh, he wants to go to Earth, right? He wants to go to Earth. He's Hercules. He's like, I'm Hercules, I'm part fucking human. I want to go to Earth. And he says, I only want to browse around.
0: <laughs> it, you're, but see, the thing is, Arnie's always been hard to understand. He's way harder to understand than oh, he's oh just God, got no. to America hard to understand. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, he, he does not know what most of these words he's saying mean yet. Um, but Zeus denies Hercules' request to go down to Earth. Hercules, of course, is kind of in your typical loincloth and sandals. This is you know, Arnie in his pre-Mr. Universe here, so he's built as, yeah, as oh, fuck. Jesus. Not quite as built as he, was, as he would get, but he's built as fuck. He, he cuts an impressive figure, I'll say that. He's much.
0: got pecs the size of truck tires. Like His yeah. pecs start at his shoulders, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no there's no demarcation of where the muscle stops and it transfers to another muscle. It's just all muscle.
1: But he's the only special effect in this movie. <laughs>
0: the, the production values
1: are hilariously low. You might
0: change your tune when we discuss the underworld. <laughs> I don't think so. I love how the credits sequence, the credit sequence is just the credits over a slowed down shot of people milling about. And then it sped up like about, 10 seconds before the credits end. So it just goes into a scene. It's like, they just slowed it down just to time it to the
1: credits. Just enough. Just (laughs) enough. Um, but yeah, Hercules, he wants to go down to earth. And why? Because I'm tired of the old faces. It's old scenes. Yep. Why why am I suddenly Werner (laughs) Herzog? Um, Hertz, rent a car and Pan Am airlines get a shout out in the opening credits. Which is, like, shocking they would want to be associated with something (laughs) that's cheap. Had to get that $300,000 somehow. Um, But, yeah, Hercules talks back too much, so Zeus banishes him to Earth. The one thing he didn't want.
0: Two things about this. Zeus is going for it. Whoever played Zeus, he is dealing that dialogue out. And Juno, Zeus's wife, she is sassy. Juno is sassy. And I think it's because Diablo Cody wrote her dialogue.
1: Good one. <laughs> Thank <All right>. you. <laughs> so suddenly we're on a Pan Am airline. Oh shit, that paid off already. Um, and there's Hercules flying right outside the plane because he got banished from heaven. And there's this some derpy comedy with an old woman. All the comedy is just derp.
0: Get ready for kids. the derpy comedy.
1: Why couldn't this have been one of those erotic Hercules and not derpy comedy Hercules? <laughs> I mean, come
0: on. You watch movies the way I watch them, Dan, they're all erotic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. There's this, okay, you want to talk lack of special effects. So, like, the gods are up in Olympus, which, again, is just someone's fucking backyard. And they're watching Hercules in their crystal ball. And they're like, oh, my God, is he going to be okay? He's in the water. I think he's going to drown. But don't worry, I'll save him. I have done so. And it's like, we don't see any of this. They're just looking at a ball this entire time. And suddenly Hercules is on the boat. That Zeus, quote unquote, sent
0: to save him. The only thing you see in that crystal ball is a reflection of the lights behind the camera. That's all you see.
1: Exactly. Uh, But this ship that he that Hercules gets on is en route to New York City. They take him on, and uh, remember what we said about derpy comedy. Oh boy, here we go. So, uh, what are you Greek? Yes, very old family. Uh, and they he finds out that there's a captain on the ship and he says, no man is superior to Hercules.
0: <laughs> he asks him about his birth and he tells him where he was born. He's like, no, I meant your ship. It's just all this kind of who's on first ship.
1: <laughs> oh, so fucking
0: bad. And the thing is, this is before, like I said, he's not acting. Arnie's just saying, reciting words.
1: He's just doing stuff.
0: At least in the later years, he acted with his eyes. Or in Terminator, mm-hmm. they went with mm-hmm. his lack of emoting. This, he just right. doesn't know what to do. He just says things. He's just it, doing it. Is he's, it a joke? Is he being menacing? Is he scared? Is he in love?
1: <laughs> but there, he ta- he's taken on the ship. But in the next scene, he's literally fighting the entire crew yeah. of the ship, just throwing them all around, and then deserts the ship when he's in New York City. They pursue him. Uh, or, or the sailors are ordered to pursue him, but he fights off half a dozen men. And in this fight scene, it is so fucking hilarious how many 80-yard grunts and groans and haze and get ems and oh, and what, like the whole thing is just like, there's sounds of like scuffling and punching, but they just, oh, er, hey, what da, what's he doing? Hey, get him. I, didn't. I think I got him. Ah, ooh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is where the, the nonstop mandolin music starts during these fight ooh. scenes. Just mandolin, if you want oh. a, a fight scene, you got some mandolin. If you want the walking scene, you got some mandolin. You want a romantic oh, yeah. carriage ride, we got that mandolin.
1: Third man has like nothing. <laughs> just, like, it really just pounds it, pounds it and pounds it. And it's frenzied too. Yes. It's frenzied. Yeah. Um. But. Uh, a man in a glasses, and this is Arnold Stang. This is watches this whole fight grabs Hercules and takes him away. They jump in a cab and he introduces himself as Pretzi. I'm Pretzi. I do unfunny comedy takes Bye. the derpy bit about their
0: mutual friend Apollo, right? Yep, it's it's yeah, I it's, mean, it's, yes, it's it's bad, death. it's bad comedy. <laughs> But also delivered between uh you know, forties character actor and a newly arrived immigrant who's probably not that intelligent in the first place. Oh
1: but, yeah. Like so, Arnold Stang is trying to like carry the load that Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger cannot. It cannot. Like, literally can't. Like, possibly can't. It's like, I don't know what the emotion is i am trying to go for. I don't know how I'm supposed to say this line. I can't say this line. And Arnold's like, don't worry. I'll emote for both of us. (laughs) And like a third person that is not part of this. Like, it's just a personal thing to be a dip.
0: It's also, you get a view of how cheap this movie was because this cab ride where they're doing this little... Back and forth, this Abbott and Costello bit. The camera's just bouncing all over the place because the driver's hitting every <laughs> pothole in New York. You you lose track of Arnold a couple times, and I and yeah. I can say Arnold and mean them both.
1: So this is one of my favorite scenes of the movie. Is Suddenly, Princey's like, okay, this is a good place to stop. Here we are. Oh, my God. And it's like, it's just a random spot in the middle of Central Park. <laughs> like, how is this a good, like, how is this a good place to stop? How? Why? <laughs> what are you doing? The cabbie wants his money. And, of course, Hercules is like, Hercules does not have money. I don't know. Uh, and he's like, I am Hercules. Your cab will be honored. And this guy says so my favorite line of the movie where he just says, Hercules, shmercules, give me the doll. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite fucking dude in the movie This sloppy cab driver Who was just probably just a, just a guy hired Just to, He was probably the cab driver on, Like got Arnold to set that day <laughs> and They're like hey you want to be in a movie? <laughs> sure Why not? And then he really throws him down But hearing Arnold Schwarzenegger Trying to pronounce tripsickery Was my, like my favorite part <laughs> of this, so this movie <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, he throws it aside, he overturns his cab, and then he just runs off with Pretzi. Here's the funny thing is like, for whatever reason, okay, so like people don't know that Hercules, this Hercules is a, a demigod, right? He's literally Zeus's son. He's half man, he's half god. Like he is a superhuman, really, right? right? Like he's this he would be considered a superhero. Sure. Everyone wants a piece of this fucking guy, right? He's obviously still Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: I know. He's still yeah.
1: a giant. He's still a muscle-bound giant, but everybody wants to take this guy fucking down a peg. Everybody wants to beat this guy's fucking ass. It's like, you should be turned off by the gigantic muscles. That should right. be the immediate, like, I'm not into fighting you at all, like whatever you're into. do. But yeah, everyone wants a
0: piece of him. Hold on. Speaking of wanting a piece of him, and this is where you say, too bad this movie's not an erotic Hercules. It kind of was. <laughs> Because Pretzi and Hercules have what I think is the very unrequited love story in this movie. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. when he first meets him, he's like, he's like, I'm Greek. Oh, I know a Greek guy. Like, I'm like, I bet you do, Pretzi. <laughs> you just met a man at the docks that you're making come home with you on a cab ride. And then you pick a random spot through Central Park. The next thing these two do is go look at other men running around doing yes. athletic activities. I think Pretzi and Hercules had the true love story in this movie.
1: I absolutely, I hear you. I believe it. Although we do now meet Helen, who is a woman. Do we? Woman. Do
0: we meet her?
1: <laughs> it's very confusing when she just shows up with her father, character actor James Karen. Um, but yeah, we're introduced to Helen very quickly. And then we see, uh, and Hercules, they're walking through the park. They're watching all these college athletes train, including Helen's boyfriend who is out there again. This is the same thing. So Pretzi, like, again, like he just watched him take a cab and throw it. Yeah. Like he just took a cab, like a literal car and threw it like it was nothing. And he's like, ah, Hercules, these guys are Olympic athletes. You couldn't throw a disc as far. You couldn't throw a discus far? Like, he just threw a car far.
0: You watched him beat up a whole ship.
1: Right? (laughs) That just happened. He's doing things that are impossible, but he's just completely scoffing at this idea. But, uh, yeah, uh, he goes out there, and does he throw the discus far? You bet. He's Hercules, for God's sakes. And Helen is watching this with her father. She sees him throw this discus, and you want to talk erotic. It it turns into a fucking Poseidon adventure. It does. It is just like... Her ballroom gets
0: flooded. <laughs> in-
1: Shelly Winters is fucking swimming around there.
0: I like I, I just I wish we could afford more for our Olympic athletes and making them train in Central Park softball fields. <laughs> the, the javelin, the discus, the track, the long jump—all the same like
1: big things. Come on. <laughs> uh, but the Helen and her father. Professor Camden. This is character actor James Karen. He's kind of the only other person that you might recognize in this movie other than Arnold Schwarzenegger because he's been in a lot of movies. If you've seen roles. a
0: horror movie, you've seen him.
1: Most recognizable, he is Craig T. Nelson's boss in Poltergeist. He's the guy who didn't move the mm. tombstone or move the body. I no, thought
0: the, he's the he's the you-can't-get-a-little-bit-pregnant guy in Wall Street.
1: That'll work, too. That'll work, too. He's usually he's like a one-scene lender. Yeah, guy right. Actually. But anyway, they – sidle up to Pretzi and are like, hey, Pretzi, bring your buddy Hercules to tea. To
0: tea. <laughs> like, what is, what is James Karen's job? What does he do? He's just like a random. <laughs> he's a professor. He's a He says he's a
1: professor. <laughs> but yeah, he's just there. He's just, he's, you know, he's one of those like characters who just collects characters. Sure. You know what I mean? Like he's a rich guy who collects characters. So the
0: very next scene, we see Pretzi and Arnie and Hercules arriving at this apartment On the Upper West Side They have suits on Where I wanted to see the scene that cut from Central Park To them getting suits He's fought everybody he's met so far How did he get that suit to fit him perfectly And I don't trust the Pretzi doesn't make suit money On that selling the pretzels money
1: No we never even see him sell a pretzel. We just assume, like, well, he tells us he's like, I sold a pretzel. He never actually says he's
0: selling him. He's just carrying him around with him, and that's how he got his name because he doesn't sell him for the rest. He doesn't talk about work. He doesn't. He's just running around with Hercules all the time.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, but Pretzi and Hercules come over for tea. Helen's boyfriend shows up. They fight. Uh, slapstick, classic slapstick. Uh, as um, Hercules has them picked up and has thrown them around. Uh Arnold Stang, a.k.a. Pretzi, in the middle of this says, his last name is Zeus. It rhymes with booze.
0: There is some serious monkey shines it's happening like at really tea time. like really
1: desperate, desperate shit. Um, and then we go cut to the next day, and it's Professor Camden. And they're eating breakfast, and he just says, amazing situation with that fellow Hercules, wasn't it? Like, what? <laughs> Was it? I don't think it was. And she actually is like, Are you kidding me, Dad? He's a psychopath. He's absolutely insane. He's a lunatic. He tried to fight my boyfriend. He did this and he did that. We're going out to dinner tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Rod Nelson is my favorite character in this movie because he gets cuckolded by Hercules right, right off the bat.
1: Like, right. I am taking your
0: girlfriend now. They give him such a big interest because we it's like Citizen Kane. We don't even meet the character. There's people talking about him. And then we meet him and he gets cuckolded. And then the next time he's like, oh, I like him, even though he broke my ribs. I like
1: this guy Hercules. He's alright. <laughs> he broke my ribs. I won't be at the Olympics. My dream's dead. Oh also he stole my girlfriend. <laughs> But uh, he seems cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. So this, I mean, this is the low-budgetness of this movie. Really brought to the forefront because a bear Wow! A bear escapes from the Central Park Zoo Corky. Wow. It is huge oofs. It is just a dude in a bear suit. And it, it's not even really well done to hide the dude. It's in a, bear a day suit. for
0: night shot of them in the carriage in Central yep. Park and a guy in a bear suit crawling like a gorilla. His movements mm-hmm. are like that of a gorilla, but then I was like, Oh, okay, there's a gorilla. And then he stands up I'm like, it's a fucking bear. And then it's just a weirdly shot fight scene between Arnie and the bear. Yeah, like fast motion. Fast motion. Uh, There's two hunters and a zookeeper. Helen is screaming like like blood-curdling horror movie screams and then does this faint where it looks like someone going to sleep. Like they make the conscious decision, (laughs) I'm going to go to sleep now, and then goes to sleep. In
1: the middle of all of her grunts and groans and all the other ADR noises she is making, at one point she yells, Beat him up. (laughs) 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 And then she does. She faints. And this lands Hercules on the front page. On the front page of the paper. So now Pretzi, naturally, wants to promote him as a wrestler. And he's an immediate success. This all happens in like a 30-second span of this yes. movie. This is insane. He's a success, but all of a sudden, the mob now wants a piece. Like, there's two contract signing scenes. <laughs> back it, to like, back. In the span of 30 seconds, yeah. And, but now Pretzi's is being strong-armed into stabbing a knife into the back of his good old buddy Hercules. Well, he's he
0: standing up to the mobsters, and I was writing down, I'm like, oh, uh, Pretzi got a backbone. And before I can finish the sentence, Pretzi folds like a pretzel man he he's just like, oh, like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so back in mount olympus yeah zeus wants to send nemesis to punish hercules but mercury says let me go instead let me go and then all of these like goddesses and things are kind of uh, arguing about it and offering their opinions about it and what i love is that at one point this absolutely dead eyed monotone slattered pops up and it stops sucking the producer's penis long enough to say, Send Mercury for Hercules before you charge that dread nemesis with her missions. Like, that's the line you gave her? Not just like, Look out, Hercules, or something like that. That's what you fucking went with. That's complete nonsense.
0: I get Hercules wanted to leave, though, because Zeus is a dickhead father, man. Everybody is uh. just begging. Like, come on, give Hercules a chance. And Zeus is just, just right?
1: an asshole. It's like, we're all gods. We're all gods, dude. Um, but yeah, uh, now we're back with um, Hercules and Helen. And she, this is just this dumb bit where. He's just talking like Hercules would talk, and she's just like, Oh, you have the oddest sense of humor.
0: And splooshing.
1: <laughs> and splooshing, right? Like she is so charmed when he claims not to know what a movie is. Right. Like that's something like that would be something an insane person would say. But then she he takes off his shirt and she literally says, Oh wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this actress had to pretend to understand what Arnie was saying yes. and then laugh it's at like, it. It's like
1: nod your head, nod your head when he stops talking, laugh. Uh, we get this scene in an auto mat. This is the scene where he gets his line wrong.
0: Right. He starts goes back to starts the beginning,
1: again. Finishes and still <laughs> kind of gets it wrong. It, uh, it's completely nonsensical anyway. And it's like, why is this scene even in the fucking movie? It's so point, She goes,
0: let's find a table over there. And I think that was really the actress. We were like, let's, let's go work on this. Go. Let's go rehearse a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> so Mercury. Mercury
1: shows up in New York City. He disembarks from a helicopter.
0: And then the next time you see him, he's in uh, Pretzi's apartment. Yeah. And fucking P- 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 Hercules walks in. And he's like, Mercury. He's like, Hercules. How did Mercury know? T- how did he get in there? Why didn't Pretzi care that some strange man is in his apartment? Because it- Pretzi and Hercules are in love.
1: They are in love. Um, yeah. Arnold Stang's face during this conversation He he puts it all fucking out there because he's listening to them talk about like, you're a god and you have to come back to heaven. And he's just like shocked by all this. At the same time, you're like, this dude has literally said, I am Hercules, a Greek god, every two seconds since you met him. Every two seconds while intermittently doing things that humans cannot do. But yes. suddenly he's like, "I'm a Greek god, and I have to go back to heaven to my father Zeus." And it's like, "What?" That's shocking. Like his face is just like
0: blah, blah, blah,
1: blah. he's just it, it. it is again agonizingly unfunny comedy takes. Thy name is Arnold Stang. <laughs> uh, and this is where Hercules says the line, "He is all the time necking me," and I had to like go back and listen to it again. Be like, "What?" The line is actually, he is all the time nagging me. Which, first of all, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that had to be Arnold <laughs> writing his own line. Like, I think I can write my own lines now. He is all the time <laughs> nagging me. Nope. <laughs> nope. No, no, it, 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 sorry. Um, but yeah, he is all the time nagging me. Woo! Um, we got some blurry shots of uh, Hercules. Mm-hmm. Gets a little blurry. They
0: look for every reason because he just goes. I'm gonna take a shower. It is time to take <laughs> a, a shower. Off. Mercury. <laughs> he doesn't take a shower. They just finish the scene with his shirt off. Earlier, he saw the Hercules poster. Was like, I better look under right. that and takes his shirt off.
1: Uh, and he finally tells Mercury, "I will come sometime, but not right now." Uh, and Mercury's like, "All right, fine," and flies out the window. Why did he need a helicopter? Why did he take a helicopter? And then we get the scene with uh, Professor Camden, Helen, and the boyfriend. Who they're all like. We like Hercules, even though we kind of think he's a violent lunatic.
0: He's demented, but I've been on several dates with him.
1: (laughs) Pretzi now comes in to spill the beans about Hercules being a god. Again, a thing he has said nonstop throughout this entire film. And just to do more of his spazzy comedy bits. Back at Mount Olympus, Zeus, he's pissed. Hercules refused to return, so now he does send Nemesis. However... His jealous wife Juno intercepts her and tells her, "Hey, home slice." In the (laughs) because she's Juno. Um, (laughs) You remember everything I said before about how this movie was fast and had energy and had all this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this scene goes on for about five fucking minutes of scheming. Like this is just—it's a brutal fucking, a brutal thing. So Juno just basically schemes with Nemesis to trick hercules to make him mortal but first you have to visit pluto and hell and so she goes to visit pluto and hell and she's like hey pluto there's a plan and then pluto goes to hercules i mean it's just this
0: but let's describe let's describe hell real fast sure hell is a wrought iron gate with a red light behind it (laughs) and smoke coming up while some guy wearing a black suit with a red tie, you know, acts mischievous. It's a tight close up on that, and that's what hell is. Yep,
1: that's hell for you. <laughs> hell is this fucking performance. So then we the, now we're at the big match, the big wrestling match, right? Yeah, no, it's a weightlifting match.
0: This is the weightlifting match that was advertised in the social <laughs> article in the newspaper, right? That Helen read to her dad. <laughs> Cause that's the thing that usually happens. Weightlifting match
1: on live TV, absolutely. Yep. This is, I was shocked. I was like, I thought he was a wrestler. Why is he with any weights on live TV now? And it's Hercules versus Monstro, who is just a very large.
0: And this, this is filmed in the corner of a room. Where there's a drape set up and a, a soundtrack of a studio audience clapping yes. but it's cut in and out so it's obviously just cuts off like like human clapping doesn't end like that <laughs> this scene goes
1: on forever it was like again this movie oh, just yeah. like it just hits a wall and just absolutely runs out of So steam. here's
0: what I don't get what happens is they're supposed to, they're trying to build tension with the gangsters watching they're right. going to hurt Herc if he can't do it because they put a lot of money on him Monstro can lift a 1,000 pounds. Hercules can't because his, he, he hasn't been weakened. It's just his God strength has been taken right. from him. But he still looks like that. Yeah. How can he not?
1: He's still lifting be... 750 pounds above his head, which is pretty fucking good. Pretty fucking good. But it's Twice. not enough to beat Monstro, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah.
0: But he also loses fights. He gets beat up a lot. It's like, yeah, you're you're actually not all that. Uh, The only thing good about you was the Zeus part of you, and that's what you've denied. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Um, But yeah, Hercules doesn't know that Nemesis slipped him a mortality roofie, so he ends up losing, and the gangsters suspect a double cross. Honestly, gangsters, not to tell you how to do your business, you're gangsters, but kind of on you for taking a 20,000 bet on a barbell lifting contest head on live TV. You don't need to take the sure, action. With you don't need to take a bet. You are gangsters. You get to decide what bet you I want mean, to fucking take. And you don't want to take it? Exactly. Murder them. <laughs> like again.
0: You take a bet with the devil. I, do I not think want that's to tell kind of on you. How
1: to do your fucking job because obviously you're professionals.
0: <laughs> Back in Olympus,
1: Nemesis <laughs> exposes Juno's treachery To Zeus, who says, let him Abide by the consequences of his Own folly and obstinacy Because, again, doggerel. uh
0: So, all this movie The, the sound mixing is so fucking mm-hmm. bad Between the, like, establish, establishing Shots and the uh, close-up Dialogue, but this is where I realized Oh, they weren't just counting on Okay, we'll just dub over Arnold's parts They really just shot Because you hear, like traffic at, at Mount Olympus, you hear dogs barking. <laughs> I swear there's one part where you hear people that were like probably walking behind the cameras taking right. pictures.
1: So the gangsters chase Dr. Camden and Helen for some reason? They yeah. They don't chase Hercules. Don't in
0: a station wagon. They chase them in a station wagon. You know how Gangsters love station wagons.
1: Hercules goes to save her in the chariot, which is, this is probably the best part of the movie, which is just the shots of this chariot rolling through 1970s or 1969 Times Square, apparently shot without any permits whatsoever. Again, it's New York City. This is a lawless hell. This is Midnight Cowboy fucking New York City.
0: Exactly. How are you going to get permits for a man dressed as Tarzan (laughs) running run barefoot down New York, catching God knows what on his feet?
1: So there's, yeah, there's some actually pretty good shots here, but, but what I love is like, (laughs) this car with Helen and Dr. Camden in it. All of a sudden they yell, we're out of gas. Let's go in there. And they just run into a building. They're just like literally just chased into an abandoned building. Hercules follows the gangsters in. Hercules fights the gangsters. And this is where in Olympus, um, Zeus kind of is watching Hercules get the shit kicked out of them. While this big fight, this big like royal rumble is happening in this abandoned building, Some of the other gods are like, let's tag in Atlas and Samson. Tag them in. This is fucking hilarious. This is really good. They tag him in and then all of a sudden they just show up.
0: They're reading the Old Testament. They're like, hey, there's other gods. (laughs) Samson, let's get him in there. And as soon as they say Alice and Samson, it cuts back to the fight scene and just walks on camera. Like, there's no, like, a rival. It's just two wrestlers walk on and start kicking the shit out of people. So
1: Zeus finally relents, finally relents, throws his pop arrow at Hercules, restores him to full strength, and Hercules easily defeats the gangsters. And that's the end of the whole gangster storyline. That's it. Yep, that's also it the end right of the away. whole Helen and Dr. Camden storyline, too.
0: Goes right Gone. away.
1: Gone gone like you said the real love story here is pretzi and hercules and they finish their love story um just like fucking sleepless in seattle at the top of yep, the State i'm building. telling you <laughs> so they're at the top of the building hercules gets called back to olympus he disappears and pretzi is frantically well, searching for his only friend
0: hercules is afraid of his feelings Yes. And can't accept his new life living in New York Mm -hmm. and says, you know, I need to take two steps forward, one step back, and goes back to Mount Olympus. But doesn't just completely ghost him because we get the scene of Pretzi. Oh, this is some Stang prov. Where he's just kind of wallowing in the misery of a guy who thought he found love and is just, imagine that, you know. A big guy like that tying up with a loser like me. <laughs> a never-has-been weakling. Oh, we could have been something, me and Hike. I ain't never going to forget
1: ne- him. <laughs> I
0: ain't never going to forget him. <laughs> then proceeds to say the word Herc about a dozen times in 10 seconds. Herc, is that you, Herc? Herc, on the radio, Herc? <laughs> <laughs> he puts on the radio...
1: It is really interesting to hear it because you're like, this is what I missed the whole time <laughs> while I was trying to understand what the fuck Arnold was saying. But yeah, Her- uh, Hercules comes onto the radio and tells Pretzi that he'll never forget him and their friendship was real and everything was great. And Pretzi's like, Whoa, I think I'll eat an apple. <laughs> like he's, That's like well, <laughs> that's just, again, stag prob. <laughs> Stang prov is the worst prov I that's my honest feeling. Oh <laughs> uh, so we go back to Olympus. We're back in Olympus. Uh Zeus is kind of getting the postmortem on what was going down. He's like, you know what? Sounds kind of fun. I'm gonna sneak out. Probably bang that Helen girl.
0: He hangs up the leaves, hangs up the leaves, puts him on the crown? sneaks away yep. to
1: Earth. Pan Am passengers see him and scream. That's good advertising for an airline, right? Screaming passengers, horrified by the things they encounter in the air.
0: He also comes down like I think they did as a joke. He's dressed like a Hasidic (laughs) Jewish man. You want to come down to Earth and party? That's not the outfit you want to be wearing, man. Wrong
1: way, (laughs) completely wrong way. It's a very specific fetish. Corky, that's the end of the movie. That's it. Hercules in New York. Anything you want to say before we? wrap it up and put a bow on this sucker.
0: It really surprised me how old this movie was. Mm -hmm. I I didn't realize it was 50 years old. Yeah.
1: Wow. Isn't that crazy? 50 years old.
0: Seeing Arnold that young
1: was weird. So let's rate this thing. Just to remind everybody about our system. Run-of-the-mill bad film dare, next level bad double dare, and a movie that we actually kind of like, reverse dare quirky. What's your rating for Hercules? Hercules, Hercules
0: in New York. This is getting a reverse dare. From me. Whoa! Yeah. Hold this that is one the reverse out of your, ass. Out of your Low budget. Head. It's no budget, is what it is. It's poorly acted, poorly shot. Although I will say that the print I saw, they must have touched it up a lot because it looked pretty nice. Mm. The whole thing with him and Stang, mm. right? I know we can differ on Stang's effectiveness, but. The whole Arnie played off of a smaller or comic foil, that's not a bad formula. They did the right thing with mm. that. Twins is that movie. Sure. Terminator 2 is that movie, in, in to some extent, with him and Edward Furlong. So they had the heart in the right place. Ar- and like I said, Arnold's a gamer in this. I know. I know he can't act, he can't recite <laughs> words, but... The fact that he was just doing this at all and that they tried to make some fucking half-ass comedy. Because at the time, Hercules movies were kind of the Marvel movies. Sure. There was a slew of these movies. All and they're like, all right, this is well-trod ground. Let's put a little funny spin on it. I think other performers were really going for it. They weren't maybe that good. But I liked the guy who played uh Pluto. Hmm. And I thought Zeus was pretty good. It's a bad movie. It drags like fucking serious in the middle. And, you know, they, they ruin, like even they ruin that really fun chariot chase through New York with that, where they end up in Central Park. And it's, it's not a chase scene anymore. It's just a bunch of random shit going by each other to look like a chase scene. So it's not good. It doesn't like build and it doesn't have a great crazy finish like some movies. But I was glad I had watched it and I think others would be too. And that's why it's a reverse dare for me.
1: Well, there you go. I am going to go with a dare. I will say I, I thought really the first half of this movie was bad, low budget, everything you're talking about, but fun, as you're, as you're kind of talking about. Yeah. It had an energy to it, and then all of a sudden, whammo, energy just died. I couldn't even pretend that it was fun anymore. It just it really hit the wall. So I'm going to go with a dare, because it has some of those qualities that you're talking about, that kind of low budgetness, that shot on the street kind of quality, the... Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger being so young. So it didn't totally work for me. And I still say that Stang's best work was as lead singer of The Police. So that is all for (laughs) me.
0: That is all we have for you on this episode of Dare Daniel, but we'll be back in two weeks to review another one of your movie dares. Until
1: then, send your most sadistic or altruistic movie dares to us at daredaniel.com and be sure to follow Dare Daniel Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Collectively, we know those as the Schmied. Schmied, for anyone who is new to the show or old to the show, is a shortening, it is a minute uh, condensation. Of social media. What we do is we actually go in there and we just, we microscopically (laughs) shrink all of the particles down until it just fits into one word called "schmied," And that saves so much time. So much time. And it has saved so many people. (laughs) <laughs> so much time Like and rate us on iTunes Or wherever you listen to podcasts You can read more of my movie reviews On the Dare Daniel website At daredaniel.com Corky You yeah. are new to the city You are wearing a loincloth You are wearing sandals You keep taking your shirt off You keep talking to a man named Stang What's your fucking deal, bro?
0: Well, I think it's only right You catch me at Plato's Retreat Ah, <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah 1969, hey, 1970, hey. uh, probably trying not to stick to anything, yeah. you know, just, just, I wouldn't want to sit down, touch. Don't put your hands um, on your face. Don't do it. Exactly. Yeah. So, or you can find me performing at Mount, Olympo- at Mount Olympus where I'll be trying to talk over the sounds of traffic, <laughs> uh, and, and random strangers and dogs barking.
1: That sounds delightful. For Dear Daniel, I am Daniel Barnes.
0: And I'm Corky McDonald saying uh, I can't do an Arnie. You do your Arnie. Say trip sickery. Trip sickery. <laughs> All the time he's trip me. We love right, you. Bye-bye.